Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for March 28th through April 3rd of 2021. This week kicks off on Sunday the 28th with the Libra full moon. So can you feel the process that you've been through personally over the last six months? Can you feel the universe reshaping and repositioning you to birth a whole new way of living on earth and relating with other living beings? In order to do that, relate in a whole new way with life, We've undergone quite a rigorous release process over the last six months alone. When you shed skins, you have to know that you are raw and vulnerable as you grow new skin. Or if it is a new birth of any kind, there is that initial stage of development that immediately follows birth that is the most vital for the health and well-being of the baby, creative or otherwise. As for our Libra full moon, this is giving us a chance to do this deep clearing in the relationship department and honor the annual opportunity to complete things and tie up any loose ends in our relationships, personal, professional, or both. That means anything and anyone that you have to relate to on a regular basis has this annual opportunity for renewal on a very deep level. It is a time to notice what is out of balance and take advantage of this initiatory energy of the spring to clear it out and make space for new relationships and for new ways of relating in general. This one has so much additional power and juice for clearing out old, toxic, imbalanced relationships in a way that's so obvious that it makes it almost effortless to finally let go. You will also be shown the new possibilities for nourishing and supportive, balanced and reciprocal relationships, partnerships and collaborations that are being seeded at this time in your life. Where is the beauty, fun, joy? Where are the supportive, helpful, peaceful people in your life? What nourishes your body, mind, soul, and spirit? Think in terms of how that has all evolved over the last six months, one year, and over the last eight years for sure. What you used to be magnetized and attracted to has likely evolved, deepened, and or changed completely from seven to ten years ago. It's time to do some internal reflection on the lessons and blessings you have gained through all your current relationships. No matter how grueling or treacherous they've been, You've learned something about yourself and humanity and how peace must be nurtured. Now the universe, the planets, Mother Earth herself all support you in stepping up and into new ways of being yourself, which automatically shifts how you relate with others on every level. Many small circles and communities have strong roots and are growing amazing things that will feed us all in the end. So find your inner balance, tap into this spring season when physical balance is naturally available, and call in more balance and reciprocity in your personal and professional relationships. It's time to allow more good into your life. Practice with more light this season. Also, consider what relationship and partnership seeds got planted with the Libra super new moon six months ago, October 16th of 2020. Deep breath. So our full moon kicks off the week. And then the next day, Monday the 29th, Mercury links up with Neptune in Pisces. So this is where I think last week we got activated in our practical thinking and getting organized in these other ways. But with Neptune, it's all imagination. But with the conjunction, it's also an initiation of a new vision, of a new understanding of your new wisdom and your own being and body and light. So this is a mixed blessing, but definitely an initiation either way. It can be miraculous for creativity, art, or exploration. 
I like this one for a personal conversation with God, your higher self, your soul self. As with any initiation, a completion must come first. And in this case with Mercury, it's time to expand your thinking in some way. Go deeper. Invite your ancestors, angels, and animal guides to answer your questions and guide you at this time. Communing with them is much more supported than communing with the humans around you. So if you need to think about the mundane or confront someone about something which requires complete honesty from both parties, things could get a little hazy and confused thanks to Neptune here. There is always a veil to contend with when dealing with Neptune, but you have to know which side of it you are on so you are in alignment with the nature around you. That's 3D versus 5D. This energy tends to color reality, misleading you to think you are being perfectly clear in your communication or what you're trying to express, while others are completely lost. It's better to say nothing rather than be completely misunderstood. So deep breath. The thing about Mercury and Neptune, you know, Mercury is your mental. And like I said, Neptune can make us a little foggy. But I like to look at this one because it's an initiation as initiating a new vision or a new, like they said, a new way of expressing that others may be confused about. But as you anchor it, everyone will adjust and adapt, you included. Then on the 30th, which is Tuesday, Venus is going to sextile Saturn. This is a good one. This energy has to do with your obligations within the context of relationships. They are not difficult obligations in this case, but more emphasis is placed on really loving to serve those you care about. It's also what I would call the keep it real energy regarding relationships or finances. This activation prompts you to clarify what you are building, stabilizing, or fortifying in your relationships and finances especially. I am a total advocate of renegotiating terms as you go along because you evolve, the situation and support around you evolves, and your needs change. So often we have to remind those closest to us about that. It's really hard to grow to the next level when each person is not clear on their ever-evolving roles and responsibilities. Of course, this starts with you knowing what you do or don't want, what you are or are not willing to compromise about, and what you want to create and make real ultimately, because Saturn's involved in this one, okay? So with our mental initiating a new vision and this keep it real clarity, you know, let's get grounded and get real about our relationships and finances and what we're really working with. This is an interesting week. Then on the 31st, which is Wednesday, the sun is going to sextile Saturn. So see how sun and Venus are kind of tag teams right now. So as we reorganize our values and priorities in a certain way, Then when we get to the sun with the source energy, we can really shine and do some new things. So this energy is good for getting serious and organized because the sun also brings some much needed clarity. With Saturn involved, practical actions based on responsible assessments will be rewarded, whereas blowing things off or leaving loose ends will cost you, usually fairly immediately the instant karma way. Even if this should happen to you, it's not personal but Saturn's way of showing you in an instant where your current limitations are. That's good information to have when making choices and decisions. This action gives you access to self-discipline and the ability to consider all your options before deciding on anything. This is a good time to focus on your professional goals if possible and start making a solid feasible plan for the future. If you need to, seek the advice of a trusted wise elder anyone with more knowledge or experience than you. And if you can't actually do something in the direction of your goals today, take the time to meditate and connect to your plan mentally. 
okay? So that's the other beauty of having that Mercury-Neptune piece this week because we're activating our imaginations here as well. And then we close the week on the 2nd, which is Friday, April 2nd, Mercury's going to sextile Pluto. This energy provokes the need to delve deeper into ideas or information being presented at this time, whether personal or professional. You will want to dig deeper, ask the hard questions, and gather insights that are more profound than usual. Pluto is the underworld. This is the depths of our soul. In your professional public life, you may find yourself doing better on proper pre-planning and due diligence, while in your personal private life, you may also find yourself digging a little deeper into your own mental patterns and personal history that have led you to now. As you make these connections and begin to grasp these new insights, they will gain traction and you will become more grounded in your own truth. We all get excited about those kind of aha moments, and you may find yourself wanting to share them with others who may or may not be ready to hear such deep truths or have the conscious awareness to even process them. So use some discernment around who and when you share these newfound insights. Deep breath. So I run into this well all the time because I live in the Pluto underworld (laughs) and I always like to play in the deep end. And there's people who just really prefer the shallow end. So anytime Pluto's involved, that's not possible. And it does make people uncomfortable. And it brings up the really deep, hard, challenging things. Pluto represents death, power, sex, and money, taxes, and resources, things that are integral to us being here, to being human, to being on the planet. And yet Western culture has decided that they don't want to talk about any of that. And you see what happens when we disregard nature that way. So it's not good for us on these micro levels. And you can already see how it's not working on the macro level either. So what we can do for ourselves as individuals, this is a very individual focus week, man. It's all about you. And it's Aries time when I would always give permission to be selfish because it's not selfish. It's self-preservation at this moment. This is your once a year check in with you to figure out what you want, to figure out what you're doing, to figure out who you are and who you want to play with and work with and grow and evolve with. So this is that time of year where you just check in with yourself, with your own mental. And then especially after 2020 and the year we've had, the last year or two, has been so intense and transformative that I don't want you to forget to engage your imagination. Don't forget to engage your right and left hemispheres of the brain to use your feminine and masculine wisdom together. They work so much better together than individually or on their own. Like I said, this week is just so personal. Sun, Mercury, Venus. Sun, moon, Mercury, Venus. That's all personal. So we're going inward with this full moon because it's shining a light somewhere on the imbalances in your relationships. Again, an annual checkpoint. So you should be used to it by now. And if not, I'm putting you on notice that this is what time it is because once you tune into the rhythm, it becomes a little more effortless. Things happen in a rhythm You're not as surprised. You're not even as upset when things end because that's what full moons are a completion. We've come as far as we can go. And now we're going to close out this lunar cycle before we transition into the next one. So let's take advantage of spring equinox balance that is around for a solid six weeks, 12 if you want to extend it out until summer solstice when we will connect again. Okay, the last thing I want to put on your radar for the week is If you missed the Venus open house, it was really fun and special. 
And I've done something different with it in that I have uploaded it as a podcast and a video to YouTube and Instagram. So that way it's easier for you to review, but it's also easier for you to share. And I would love it if you all would share this with your people because the midpoint is the best time in the cycle to check in. And we just finished nine months of release work and Venus in the sky was the morning star. Right now she's traveling so close to the sun we can't see her. So we say she's disappeared to the underworld and is communing directly with the sun to come up in April, I believe, as the evening star. And that will guide our reclamation work going forward for nine months of basically activating, integrating our new story. We just released the old story of our lives. We know there are many characters that are no longer part of the storylines and scenarios and scenes that just no longer work. And we've created these vacuums. So the idea is that the Venus Circle will get together monthly. We're going to do some storytelling. I have talked to Kathy Pagano. She's going to join us and be our magical storyteller and help us with the reclamation side. And so check out the replay, check out the article. That's very important because we all need to check out the article right now. I always encourage you to read it at the beginning, the midpoint like now, and then again at the end so that you can really clarify what you're doing with Venus and this particular cycle. So our release work was around Gemini and our consciousness that's run its course, but our reclamation work is initiating in Aries. So it's all about you, the individual, and your purpose and your passion and why you're here and what you're ready to start in a fresh, new kind of pioneering way, which is why we chose the pioneer as our archetype to guide us for the next nine months. So check that out and reach out if you need to. Otherwise, the Astro Tarot reading is also a good check-in for this personal week where we're doing these personal assessments and really seeing where we're at for the spring and what we're going to initiate and go forward with. All right, everyone, that's your forecast for the week. Reach out if you need to. Thank you so much for being part of the community. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.